once again back once again back once again back once again back once again with a beat the best trick Lewis Carroll says if you don't know where you're going any road will get you there I'm Scott with the Wisdom in All Things podcast where we're looking at applying wisdom to life in three areas mind body and soul on this episode having a mind ready for action in 1 Peter 1.13, Peter says, Therefore, gird your minds for action, keep sober in spirit, fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And today, gird is the word. My wife becoming a Christian life coach was a helpful reminder to me of the many scriptures that talk about our minds and how we are to think. Her work with people on their thinking is the basis for ultimately making the right changes in their behavior. So once we get our thoughts right about God, ourselves, and our circumstances, that right thinking leads to right living. This was something that Peter was trying to stress by calling a group of Christ followers being persecuted for their faith to do three things, gird their minds, keep sober, and hope completely on the grace of God. Certainly the persecution they were facing was challenging what they thought of God which is probably why Peter begins the chapter by providing them the foundation and inspiration for his charge. Verse 13 starts with the word, therefore, pointing his readers back to verses 3 through 12 to remind them of who they are in Christ and all that God has done for them. In light of this, Peter then commands them to gird their minds. To gird our minds is to, as Dr. Thomas Constable says, be mentally ready for work or war. At the time, the clothing worn came down past their knees, and in order to free their legs to run or work, they would tuck their garment up into their belts. Likewise, our minds need to be ready to do the hard and right things. Our minds being ready for action requires us to be sober-minded. We should not only be sensitive to how we're being influenced, but as one dictionary defines sober-mindedness, we need to be straightforward and serious not exaggerated, emotional, or silly in our thinking. Peter goes on to express that underlying our steady mind that is ready to engage is our hope, which must solely be fixed on Christ. This will compel us to endure in spite of any mental or physical or emotional distractions or attacks we may face. Dr. Thomas Constable again says, When we fix our hope completely on the grace to be brought to us, then present trials will not deflect us from obeying God faithfully now. Years ago, while we were still homeschooling our boys, I came up with one of those dad phrases that to this day our boys still love. I'd come home from work, and as they were finishing up their schooling, we got into this discussion about the importance of using our heads and feeding our minds. Near the end of our conversation, I summed up by stating that God can't use you if you're stupid. After all, what good are we to others if we are not thinking properly? Our ability and commitment to being mentally sharp is what enables us to gird our minds for action. According to Magic Mind, the building blocks of our mental acuity involve strengthening our brain's ability to store and make use of essential information, being able to fully focus on a task, and being able to read the room. If we think of ourselves as being a boxer in a ring, we want to keep our minds capable of kind of bouncing on the balls of our feet, agile ready for offense or defense. Of course, you want to stay on a regimen of eating right, exercising, getting plenty of rest, those kinds of things. But that's all a a basis. That's the foundation. I want to highlight a few other practices that we can adopt that can be instrumental in conditioning our minds for action. First, like Peter says, we need to remember our hope. 
It's pretty clear that 1 Peter 1.13 is not a suggestion, but a command to gird our minds, keep sober, fix our hope. Remembering that verses 3 through 12 are the basis for this command. Here are just a few things that Peter included in those verses that we need to remember. This is our hope, that God has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's verse 3. He's provided an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. That's verse 4. The testing of our faith is for our benefit and yields something more precious than gold. Verse 7. Lastly, we believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Verses 8 and 9. Recalling these truths will motivate us to be vigilant in our thinking and remain firm in our faith. So remember our hope. Secondly, slow down your mind and body. Itekin Tank, he's the founder and CEO of Jotform, shares entrepreneurship and productivity tips at Lifehack and referred to the science that supports our need just to slow down. It says our brains have two systems for thinking, an automatic and fast one, along with a slower, more logical system. He says, as you can imagine, the faster way is linked with a more anxious state. Being in an anxious or hurried state ends up compromising our ability to remain focused. He says that physically slowing ourselves down will activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which alleviates those anxious feelings and turns on the logical part of our brain. Intentionally slowing down and, as Peter commends, fixing our hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ is going to give us the mental space and confidence to effectively face and solve the problems that we're faced with. Slow down your mind and body. Third, let your mind wander. It seems a little counterintuitive, but letting our minds wander intentionally, underline that twice, can actually benefit us. All that focusing on a single task, or at least focusing hard in one direction for an extended period of time, is going to be taxing. As a result, says Mr. Tank, your mind may grow fatigued, which will result in declining focus and productivity. When it's time for a break, take one. Allow yourself to think about something else on purpose before coming back to what you were working on. And lastly, if you're not quite able to focus or remain alert, the good news is that our brains can be trained. Here are three ways that we can build our mental rigor around Magic Mind's building blocks that I mentioned earlier. First, practicing playing games that require strategic thinking is one way to begin building our ability to remain focused. Tank points to a 2015 study that found that adults who spend 15 minutes a day, five days a week, on brain training activities, such as crossword puzzles, that kind of thing, experienced improved concentration. So practice those strategic thinking games. Secondly, stop tapping your mind to remember things that are routine. That's what calendars and planners and all those kinds of things are for. Move off those things from our mind that are better left on paper or your phone that don't have to use precious brain energy. And third, for those things that you need to remember, you'll save brain juice by repeating what you just heard or learned out loud or by writing it down to reinforce the memory. That's how we train our brain around what magic mind says is foundational. Maintaining mental sharpness is a means to an end because we are called to be mentally ready for work or war and sober-minded. Our mental training is how we'll put ourselves in the best position of having a mind ready for action.
Go to wisdominallthings.com to listen to other episodes and to get signed up so that we can do this through email. If you're into that, I'll send you the wisdom for free because who couldn't stand to exercise just a little bit more wisdom? Wisdominallthings.com.